Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. And on this most auspicious day, it is the final episode of the year. Wow. My goodness. Yay, here we are. Yay. It is Luke. Yay. We all made we, it. We are here. It's it's really nuts. Like, I'm it's very bittersweet. It's cool that we've mm. made it this far, but also. I'm I'm sad about the end of the year, you know, everything coming to a close, but excited for what the new year has to bring for sure. Oh yeah, 2024. Let's let's do yeah. this some more. <laughs> let's read the Bible right? some more. Yes, let's read more uh-huh. Bible. My goodness. Yeah, so something I was trying to talk about earlier is is I mean an amazing year for DBS. Where Jace, can mm. you check really quickly which book we were in at the beginning of this oh, year? Ooh, yeah, that's wow. a great. That's a great question. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The first episode of 2023. No, that can't be right. Wow. We were just starting First Chronicles. No. Wow. That yeah. does really? feel like a million years ago. My goodness. Gosh, right, because we finished the Old Testament this year. Yeah, we did. This was the year of starting the New Testament and Hot Christ Summer. Oh my gosh. Yes, how can we forget Hot Hot Christ Christ Summer? Summer. It's funny to think, actually, that what this means is that, yeah, this year we actually haven't read that many books compared to Mm. 2022 when we did all the Minor Prophets, where we read like 20 books in that one year. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But in this, all we did is we did First Chronicles and then Second Chronicles, which those were long. That took us the whole first half of the year. We didn't finish that till June. And then we had to finish out- We were desperate for a hot Christ summer at that point. Oh my gosh. And then we finished out the rest of Proverbs, which we had been doing throughout. Yes. And then in July, we started Matthew- and then we did Mark in September, and then we just started Luke a few weeks ago. Yeah. What, like beginning of December? Yeah. So, yeah, but this was our big year where we finally made the transition from the Old Testament to the New. It was a very big year. Yeah, and I just want to slide in and say, I was trying to talk about this earlier, but like it's truly been so amazing to have a consistent group of people that show up to our stream in particular every single week. Like it's been really nice to, uh, I don't know, I guess have you poke fun at us <laughs> throughout the year um, and dropping in your jokes and dropping in your interesting scholarly tidbits that help us to learn more about what it is that you're reading. Um, really though, like part of, for me, what makes this stream so fun every week is looking forward to getting to interact with people yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, after, you know, after taking a whole six days off in between streams of not reading the Bible. Oh so thank you to all of you <laughs> for being with us through 2023 and, yeah. and hopefully into 2024 and into when's the year we're supposed to be finishing this dang thing. Is it seven, Jace, or is it six? Ugh. Surely not that but The long. whole thing will be seven and a half years. Yeah. Okay. So some in 25. So, wow. That's kind of nuts. Y'all. Maybe even into 2026. Okay. I, I can't sure, even actually. I cannot even imagine those years existing. I know. <laughs> Just think of <laughs> think of how old we're going to be by then and think of how young we were when we started like that's mm. really oh, something dear. too and just the yeah. the difference in our lives between now and then like measure your life in the Bible. <laughs> I think the Christians would love to hear you say that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, no, it's true. Right. Mm-hmm. I measure yeah. my life by how far through the Bible I am. <laughs> yes, indeed. That's great. Yeah, I love it. All right, so tis the Christmas season, tis the end of the year. What's our final drinks for this uh, this auspicious occasion? 2023. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'll start because mine is not as exciting. It's just the exact same thing that I did last uh, week, but I do have a very cool dozoed cup that I'm, it's like a chalice. Oh, a cup that you Ooh. stole? Yes, yeah, exactly. Yes, I didn't steal it, everyone, but I did get to take it um, and it's fun. It's like my, I call it my princess cup. So I'm uh, yet again doing grapefruit sojo and grapefruit juice and I'm having it in my princess cup, mm. um, which I'm very excited about. Also, next year is the year of the dragon, which is my oh, year. Right. Oh, nice. So, wow. Yes. Nice. In Chinese Zodiac, and I'm in China, so I get to say that. Great. Mm-hmm. How about y'all? Uh, well, yes, I'm I'm having something that's, I don't know, it's exciting to me, I guess. And that is that there's this new type of Asahi Super Dry called Dry Crystal. Ooh. Oh. Um, I can only assume they've got crystal meth, like kind of all. Oh God, mashed up. Is that what it kidding. is? Is I'm that what kidding. it is? No, no, I don't know. It's just like it feels like it has a a slightly lighter flavor to it, but dry crystal. That's I'm drinking dry crystals, but they're wet. It is wet. Oh. It is a liquid, oh. not a powder. Oh. So I don't know what to tell you. Oh. <laughs> but really, my creativity went into getting Dedeker's drink. Ooh. Yes, this drink. This Okay, God bless Japan. Just every time we're here, new drink flavors popping out. And, and I didn't think that they would go this far. This is a, a it's called a craft spice soda. Oh, and that sounds it is exciting. Like spices flavored. So as <laughs> in, it has lemon peel, it has ginger, it has coriander, and then it says the Japanese word nado, which is kind of like et cetera. So who knows what the hell else <laughs> is in this? And it is kind of like drinking like a if you just <laughs> took one of those no one of those <laughs> she's like if you just like took one of those packs those like kind of pre made packs of like garam masala that they sell at the grocery store and you just like popped oh. it into your mouth and kind of like crunched it a little bit. It's like that, but turn it down to like ten percent. It's not that overwhelming, but it is like it's not sweet at all. It is just mm. like these spices. Wow. That it's supposed to be a drink that's going to go well if you're drinking it while you're eating something. Huh. Which I I, guess makes sense. Okay. Like if you were, like, okay, maybe if you had kind of a bland stuffing or a bland 
turkey yeah, that you had made yeah. for a dinner that instead you could just drink this along with it. And then all your spices all... are here. Yeah. Okay. All right. Wow. <laughs> I love it. I know maybe we moved past this, but I also just realized that 2023 was the year of the rabbit, which was oh, my year. Yes. And I, that's like, what I, I like didn't even, I like didn't even make a thing out of it. Didn't even pay attention. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's been a good year. I won't. Well, I won't that's lie. good. It's been a good year for me. <laughs> that's good. I, th- I think. <laughs> I think. <laughs> But yeah, uh, gosh, I feel like I got to really soak up all my rabbitly nature goods, yeah, blessings before before the new year comes to a close. Well, I hope that it's been a lovely year and I hope that the year of the dragon will be just as good for you too. Jace, when is the next time that it's going to be your year? You're a dog. I, yeah, it's not going to be for a while. Oh, I okay, think I've, yeah. I, I think I've got another like seven years. Oh, wow. Maybe six years We'll be way done with so. the Bible by then. Yeah. Are you a, are you a dog? I'm you're a doge. doge. I'm a yes, doge. you're a doge. Yeah, yeah 2030. 2030? Yeah. yeah. Hopefully we'll be done go. with the Bible by <laughs> we, then. Good we Lord. better be. <laughs> Who knows how many other books we will have yeah. read by then. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Real quick, where'd we leave off? Oh, oh boy. Well, I'm blanking on... Sermon of the Mount. Luke's yes. version of the Sermon on the Mount. Yes, right. That felt a lot cooler. It felt more more epic, more mm-hmm. powerful. Yes. Everything in Luke's a little more powerful. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. I think, yeah. So I think we're picking up right from after that. So he kind of did his big like arena tour, his big hit. You know, His the, boat the, arena tour, his <laughs> lake tour. His lake tour, yes. River tour? I don't yeah, it must tour? be a river tour. Yeah. Um, but but okay. All right. It is now time for four. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm wondering if I'm gonna need to switch out this music after the new year because it won't be really Christmas oh, you're right. themed anymore. That's true. Oh, that's a really interesting point. Maybe I should swap it out. I don't know. That's something to debate. We'll have to see. We'll see how I feel over the break. But today we are continuing on and we are reading Luke chapters 7 and 8. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen to us while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, it is going to be Luke chapter 7. No, I think that's some energy we can still bring into the new year. Okay. The bells. Right. Yeah, it's it's a great song. Yeah, the bells. I like it a lot. The jingly bells a little bit Christmassy, but, but I think that <laughs> we can we can keep Christmas in our heart all year long, mm, you know? Okay. So I think yeah, it's okay. Yeah. All right. I think it's all okay. Right. All right, Luke chapter seven. After he had finished speaking in the hearing of the people, he entered into Capernaum. A certain centurion's servant, oh, this story. Oh, yeah. The servant boy, maybe the rent boy, actually, oh. of the centurion. Uh, a certain centurion servant who was dear to him was sick and at the point of death. Oh, no. When he heard about Jesus, he sent to him elders of the Jews, asking him to come and save his servant. When they came to Jesus, they begged him earnestly, saying, he is worthy for you to do this for him, for he loves our nation and he built our synagogue for us. Oh. That's an interesting detail we oh. haven't gotten in this story before where the Jews are actually like, this really- centurion did? 
I guess so. Or maybe he oversaw it. Maybe he approved the funding. Interesting. Yeah. Well, it's also, I felt like in the other telling, the centurion came himself and asked. Okay. But in this, he sent the Jewish elders who they were like, no, 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 this guy's cool. Like, I know he's, I know he's Roman, but like, he's cool. He can hang. Yes. Yeah. Jesus went with them. When he was now not far from the house, the centurion sent friends to him, saying to him, Lord, don't trouble yourself, for I am not worthy for you to come under my roof. Therefore, I didn't even think myself worthy to come to you, but say the word Mm -hmm. and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man placed under authority, having under myself soldiers. Just a little flex there. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I got some soldiers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, you know how it is. You got you got a people you got to manage. Like no one really understands. Everyone we can thinks, relate. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's like Jesus is like you have no freaking idea, dude. But whatever. Like n- that's nice for you, you and your little soldier buddies. Right. Oh, he goes on. He goes on. I tell oh, this God. one go. And he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. Wow. When Jesus heard these things, he marveled at him. He's just like, wow, gosh. (laughs) And (laughs) turned and said to the multitude who followed him, I tell you, I have not found such great faith. No, not in Israel. Mm. Those who were sent, returning to the house, found that the servant who had been sick was well. Wow. Oh, did he like not even go into his house and oh. and heal yeah, him? Yeah, no, that's that's always been part of the story. That Jesus, oh. he just like, just like, yeah, yeah. Did he just like wave his hand and in the general in the direction, direction of uh-huh. this dude and was like, for sure. Yeah. And this like aura of healing, like what they didn't mention is that like everyone in the villages behind the castle and in front of it also got healed. Mm. So it's just sort of a big energy wave of healing that he shot over that direction. That's cool. Wow. That's cool. cool. Impressive. An area of effect healing. Yeah, yeah really. exactly. Okay. It happened soon afterwards that he went to a city called Nain. Many I'm of sorry, his called what? Nain. 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 Many of his disciples, along with a great multitude, went with him. Now, when he drew near to the gate of the city, behold, one who was dead was carried out, mm. the only son of his mother. And she was a widow. Oh, shit. Many people of the city were with her. When the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said to her, don't cry. He came near and touched the coffin and the bearers stood still. He said, young man, I tell you, arise. He who was dead sat up and began to speak. Whoa. Wow. Wait, wait, the dude was actually dead? He's in a coffin. Well, allegedly being carried out. That's crazy. Okay, so- Okay, yeah, the dead. I'm tr- I'm thinking of that song, Mary, Did You Know? And it's like, the dead mm. will live again. Yes, the dead will live again. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, okay. That's, I think that yeah. in that case, <laughs> they're actually not referencing Jesus doing those oh. miracles. They're talking more about like the revelation style people coming uh, back. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Well, wait, I thought everyone in Revelation dies, but are they saying that like once everyone gets off the face of the earth, then like the good people who love Jesus come back? Is that what's happening? This this could be uh, a whole yeah, we're gonna have to wait. We're gonna have conversation to wait and get getting into like Christian interpretations <laughs> but, of what's actually gonna happen in the end times. Because honestly, that's the thing, Emma, is I actually could not answer that question because it's so jumbled in my head about what's oh, okay. in Revelation, what's mentioned in the Bible elsewhere, and then 
and what's okay. other stuff, right? Crap in your head right. from what's, everything. What's from the fan base? What are the fan theories? Right. You know, because there's a lot of fan theories. <laughs> exactly. Yes, exactly. it's a fan theory. Okay. <laughs> You'll see. Yeah. Okay. And, and John Dolph in the chat could, of course, jump in with more information. But my understanding is that the belief at the time about kind of the eventual resurrection or like the thing that would eventually happen yeah. is that everyone who is dead would come back to life to live like in the kingdom of God. But rather than that being like my soul is teleported to somewhere else that like, no, physically, like all our bodies would come back to life maybe. But I'm not entirely sure of all the oh, details. I never heard that story. I never heard that fan theory. Well, what did you think, Dedeker? <sighs> <laughs> Okay, maybe maybe we shouldn't get into this, but yeah, we need to when we, when it gets closer to the end okay. times of this book, we will <laughs> discuss okay. a little so, bit fine. more. Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay, so he who was dead sat up and began to speak, and he gave him to his mother. And like Jesus is like, here, bro, I'll carry you. Just yeah, don't worry, and handed him over. Oh, I see. I pictured this as like an adult son, but this is like a little kid. Oh, maybe. Oh, I no, I pictured it as an adult son too. That's why I think it's funnier that Jesus is like that is carrying the adult okay. man. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the mom has to. That's kind of man. Wait, but does <laughs> he? Does it say that he picked him up? It says he gave him to his mother. How yeah, would you interpret that? I see. Well, I'm just looking at other translations, and the message says Jesus presented him to his mother. So not like bodily gave Okay, him but he over. was like, ta-da! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at the King James, and he delivered him to his mother, is what King James says. So it could be more okay. of like a escort him over and be like, look, ta-da! Yeah. <laughs> ta-da. Cool. Fear took hold of all, and they glorified God, saying, a great prophet has arisen among us, and God has visited his people. This report went out concerning him in the whole of Judea and in all the surrounding region. The disciples of John told him about all these things. John, calling to himself two of his disciples, sent them to Jesus saying, are you the one who is coming or should we look for another? Are they talking about like the Messiah? I believe so. Yeah, so this is interesting. So is John currently in prison or because that got mentioned last week or the week before about him getting imprisoned but it's unclear if that happened before this or maybe he got out and then he gets re-imprisoned later or what was he in prison before this i'm pretty sure that was mentioned last week or the week before and we were confused yeah Unless John, yeah, John is in prison. He's, that's why he's sending his own messengers. Okay. Yeah, so maybe they they were able to visit him in prison to, to talk to him and he sent them out to do this. Yeah, maybe that's it. In that hour, he cured many. Oh, they never get an answer. Oh, oh. no, they are going to get an answer? Hold on. Okay, oh. let me just keep reading. Okay. Yeah, yeah. In that hour, he cured many of diseases and plagues and evil spirits. And to many who were blind, he gave sight. That's nice. Jesus answered them, Go and tell John the things which you have seen and heard, that the blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised up, and the poor have good news preached to them. Okay, it wasn't quite the direct solution. You're right. That is Mary, did you know? Yeah. Uh, No, but it almost was exactly the same thing. Okay. Thank you. 
Thank you. Sometimes I win. <laughs> Sometimes you win. <laughs> Maybe God. this time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was more disappointed by the end of that list where it's like all these are very direct solutions and the poor is not the poor become rich. They have good news preached to them. <laughs> good, good. Even, even Jesus so is still dodging responsibility for fixing institutional poverty. Now, well, well, hang on a moment because well. the message, his version is just like, I don't quite know what he's going for. So he does the, the first ones, you know, the dead being raised and all that. And he says, the wretched of the earth have God's salvation hospitality extended to them. Salvation hospitality. Hospitality. Like, what are you, Eugene, I thought you were trying to make this more relatable and understandable. And instead you just <laughs> made up nonsense <laughs> phrases that don't mean anything. Yeah. Okay, so what phrase would you use to make it more understandable and relatable? I don't know what the meaning's supposed to be. That's the problem, <laughs> right? Like, Touche. Like he told them encouraging things. He told okay, them if you sure. believe in yourself, you'll manifest wealth. Great. <laughs> uh, pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Right, right. Great. Great. Blessed is he who was not offended by me. Okay. I mean, I, mean, I don't think I'm offended by Christ. No. I'll claim that blessing. Not right now. He's, no, not, yeah, not in this exact not moment. this particular moment in time. Yeah. No. When John's messengers had departed, he began to tell the multitudes about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? But what did you go out to see? A man clothed in soft clothing? Mm. Behold, those who are gorgeously dressed and live delicately are in king's courts. Oh. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and much more than a prophet. This is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before your face who will prepare your way uh, before you. What? <laughs> okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Eugene has some really good copy here. Eugene says that Jesus says, Eugene says that Jesus says, What did you expect when you went out to see him in the wild? A weekend camper? Hardly. <laughs> what then? A chic in silk pajamas? Not in oh. the wilderness. Not by a long shot. No way. Oh, jeez. <laughs> wow. Pretty great. Yeah. For I tell you, among those who are born of women, there is not a greater prophet than John the baptizer. Yet he who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. Mm. Jesus really loves John he loves the John Baptist. They're friends. They're buddies. They've been buddies since they mm -hmm. were in the womb. Prenatal. Prenatal yeah. buds. That's true. Prenatal pals. That's true. I can't say that about very few people can say that. Anyone. Yeah, exactly. I am yeah. I agree. When all the people and the tax collectors heard this, they declared God to be just, having been baptized with John's baptism. Oh, uh, they're like, oh, cool, cool, cool. I was baptized by him. Yeah, yeah. I'm into this. <laughs> yeah. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. now cooler yeah, yeah, yeah. by connection to him. Okay. But the Pharisees and the lawyers rejected the counsel of God, not mm. being uh -oh. baptized by him themselves. Okay. But the Lord said, to what then will I liken the people of this generation? What are they like? They're like <laughs> children who sit in the marketplace and call one to another saying, we piped to you and you didn't dance. We mourned and you didn't weep. <laughs> we piped to you? We piped. They're piping, piping up, you know? Like four piping pipers or whatever it is? Yeah, like, yeah. You 11 got pipers it. Got piping? It. Oh, that's a... They yeah. were a higher number for sure. Was it 11? 10, ten lords a-leaping. It was a lot. 
think it's 11 Piper's piping. Okay. Anyway. Yes. No, 12, 12, I think it's 11 ladies dancing and 12, oh, 12 Piper's, Piper's piping. piping. Okay, yes. sure. Okay. Okay. Uh, for John the baptizer came neither eating bread nor drinking wine, and you say, he has a demon. The son of man has come eating and drinking, and you say, behold, a gluttonous man and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Uh Uh-oh. Wisdom is justified by all her children. What you got? Yeah, Eugene has so many good things for this. Oh my gosh. So the whole thing about like, you're like spoiled children complaining to their parents. We wanted to skip rope and you were always too tired. We wanted to talk to you, but you were always too busy. John the baptizer came fasting and you called him crazy. The son of man came feasting and you called him a boozer. Oh shit. Well, a boozer. <laughs> a boozer. Opinion, My goodness. Opinion <laughs> polls don't count for much, do they? <laughs> <laughs> the proof of the pudding is in the eating. Like Eugene, <gasps> yes, just really oh, trying hard. Boy, a boozer. <laughs> Proof of the pudding. Us three boozers here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's true. Yikes. <laughs> One of the Pharisees invited him to eat with him. Well, that's nice. He entered into the Pharisee's house and sat at the table. Behold, a woman in the city who was a sinner, when she knew that he was reclining in the Pharisee's house, she brought an alabaster jar of ointment. Standing behind at his feet weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears, and she wiped them with the hair of her head, kissed his feet, and anointed them with the ointment. Now, when the Pharisee who had invited him saw it, he said to himself, this man, if he were a prophet, would have perceived who and what kind of woman this is who touches him, Mm. that she is a Mm. sinner. Mm. This Is this in relation to, in the last book, when, like, a woman, a, a, a prostitute was You're just about to call her a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> Not in polite company. <laughs> I always think of, uh, what is it, The Sopranos, when he's like, she's a hua, Tony. That's what <laughs> good, I was good, about good, to say. Okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so a prostitute was like touching his robes and they're like, how dare this person touch your robes? What kind of person is she or whatever? No, is that, that what they're referring no, to? Th- that was the same story. Uh, yeah, that was a different story. This is the same story okay. though of a prostitute, maybe Mary Magdalene, who knows, uh, who comes in uh, to put this perfume all over all over him. His feet. His feet. All over his body. Right. All over his, his feet body. And body. But this yeah. is a different... Wait, but is this the same story as the one who breaks open the whole thing of oil and dumps it all over him? I think I think this is the same one. Okay. Got it. Okay. This one clarifies that it's on his feet, not just all over him, not just like Gatorade challenge style. Oh my God. Sports game. Right. No, I imagined, yeah, it's like Jesus is the coach and she's got this Gatorade tub full of perfume that she just yes. kind of dumps on him. Yes. Jesus answered him, Simon. Oh, his name is Simon. Oh, it's another Simon. How many freaking Simons? (laughs) Jesus answered him, Simon, I have something to tell you. He said, teacher, say on. But I'm imagining he's saying it in a sarcastic way. Oh, teacher, say on. Yeah, like he's he's like, oh, mm, yeah, you think you're so smart because you didn't Mm. see through this, this lady? A certain lender had two debtors. The one owed 
500 denarii, and the other 50. When they couldn't pay, he forgave them both. Which of them, therefore, will love him most? Simon answered, He, I suppose, to whom he forgave the most. He said to him, You have judged correctly. So just fun trivia in the chat here. <laughs> John Dolph the Mike mentioned that the Greek word for feet can also refer to the whole leg at times, oh. which is fun oh. because that's sometimes how Japanese works and also sometimes how Russian works, where like the arm mm, and hand really? is one word and feet and leg are also kind of one word that they can sort of be used to mean either. That's like pie and piernas. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Like in Spanish. But they're like related oh. words. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. In in Russian, at least, like there's just the one word that means like, like you can just say the word for arm and mean hand, but then you can also like specify that I mean specifically the hand part. Okay. No, in Japanese, it's just the one word. Yeah. It's your foot leg. Oh, really? For both? Your foot, foot leg. leg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you know which one we're talking about, though? Context. Yeah. That's okay. how the entire language okay. works. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that sounds really difficult, but. There it is. Okay, turning to the woman, he said to Simon, do you see this woman? I entered into your house and you gave me no water for my feet, but she mm. has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head. You gave me no kiss, but she, oh. since the time I came in, has not ceased to kiss my feet. You didn't, <laughs> you didn't <laughs> anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore, I tell you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But to whom little is forgiven, the same loves little. He said to her, your sins are forgiven. Those who sat at the table with him began to say to themselves, who is this who even forgives sins? He said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. The same thing again. They hate when he forgives sins. They're just like you. Mm -hmm. You can't. You can't. You can't do that. That's not. Mm. You're not allowed to do that. And he's like, "Bitch, I'm God." Well, but okay. But bear in mind the the priest <laughs> industrial complex. He never says that. It's worth <laughs> noting. He never says that he is God. Okay. But also the priest industrial complex is based mm -hmm. on when people feel like they have sinned or they have become unclean in some way, they bring you a lot of good meat that you get to yeah, eat. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And mm. money or they, you know, like you directly benefit from people perceiving that they have sins to atone for. Right. Like Kurt in the chat pointed out, it is sort of like an indulgences situation. Yeah. And also, still this story, like Kurt was saying, is also feels like a justification for indulgences, that if you got a lot to forgive, mm. you can pay a lot. Right. Yeah, right. that's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. It, it, it almost feels a little bit, maybe this is controversial, but feels a little bit like how when, um, I don't know, people come along trying to provide education for free and then like higher learning institutions are like, no, 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 you can't do that. You're, you can't give out diplomas. You can't give these things because it's free. That, that's no, 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 that's not allowed. We're, we're the only ones who can do that. Just saying, just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Well, that was a very long chapter, so we should take a little break. Yes, Yeah. we shall. All right, before we go on to read chapter eight, we're going to take a quick break to say, hey, go tell your friends. Go tell your friends. You know, it's a great time, right? Because you're going to be seeing your family and hopefully some of your friends like for New Year's parties and at Christmas parties and things Ooh. like that. So this is a great time to go and say, hey, what what have you been up to? Oh, I've just been listening to this great podcast. You really, oh, you haven't heard of it? Oh, goodness. And then tell them all about how it'd be so great 
and maybe bring them to the live shows, which you can get information about at drunkbiblestudy.com live, or you can follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash drunkbiblestudy. I mean, really, if you just search for us, you'll, you'll probably find that information around. But we would love to have you here in the live shows, or maybe you can just have some listening parties around the fireplace, around the, around <laughs> the fire. Cute. You know, bundle up, have some cocoa, maybe some marshmallows, and listen to Drunk Bible Study. Doesn't that sound great? But I guess, make sure you put some booze in that cocoa if that's, your, if that's say, your jam. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. definitely. <laughs> All right. And also, of course, if you would like to give us a Christmas gift or a gift to help us get through the rest of the way through this book, you can go to patreon.com slash study and become a patron there. Your support goes a long way to helping this show keep going, paying our hosting costs, our editor costs, things like that. And we, of course, appreciate it so much. And as a thank you, we have things like early releases of episodes, personal toasts on the show, Emily's drink recipes, and soon, hopefully, she'll be making fancy cocktails again, which is very exciting. Yeah. And then, of course, getting to be part of the really cool community of people that support this show. Hello, we are back. And first things first, I'm going to review some of the great responses to the homework prompt about what kind of liquid you would dump on your your most beloved's leg foot <laughs> situation. Of course, Sam Amazing. dropping in the Mountain Dew. That's a classic. Mm. Eggnog um, from Pius Farmer. Very wow. seasonal. Yeah. Very on brand. I think yeah. I would want the eggnog to be at least a little bit warm myself because I think yeah. the cold liquid okay. might be a little bit rough. Yeah. Uh, an Oreo milkshake. Kevin's chili. Uh, I don't know who Kevin oh, is. Oh, Kevin. That's that. That's uh, in reference to the office. Oh, right. Um, of course. Oh. Yeah, Kevin like has chili and then <laughs> he throws it on the ground accidentally. And yeah, okay. it's very epic. No, Kurt slid in with a very pragmatic recommendation of sunscreen, oh. which oh, I think it counts okay. as a liquid. Oh, okay. Counts yeah. as a liquid. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Especially some sunscreens, yeah. for sure. I really like yeah. Angry Dorito saying cats are liquid, so it would be a cat. It might be skirting the rules a little bit, but it, that is cute, so I'll allow it. Um, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I feel like we should get this on the road because we've got a lot yes. still to read. Yes. And I have to catch a bus eventually. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's do this. We are on to Chapter 8. It happened soon afterwards that he went about through cities and villages, preaching and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God. With him were the twelve, and certain women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmaries. Mary, who is called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out. Okay, wow. Wow. First of all, yeah. Mary Magdalene had seven demons. Like, that's Apparently, pretty cool. Yeah. I pulled like seven demons out of that chick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was from the <laughs> Professor Brothers video. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, and also, I think that's the first time we've ever heard of Mary Magdalene. Like, in first time she's been name dropped in this book, yeah. I believe. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And Joanna, the wife of Chusus, Herod Steward, Susanna, Chusus. Chusus. and many others. Chusus. Chusus? That's a first. Chusus. Chusus. C- right? Am I saying C-H-U-Z-A-S. that right? C-H-U-Z-A-S. Chusus. 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 Chusus? <laughs> uh, in Eugene, Eugene calls Chusa Herod's manager. Oh, fun. I just Cute. like the idea that King Herod's <laughs> like a... That's funny. As a manager. This is manager. I'm sorry. This is my manager yeah. and his wife, Su- Joanna. <laughs> oh, no. Susanna? Jo- oh, Susanna. Jo- Susanna. 
No, Joanna's the <gasps> wife of Chusa. Oh, right? okay. Oh, Herod Stewart Susanna. No, Joanna. Yeah, jo- yes. Right. <laughs> no, Sus- no, Joanna. No, Susanna. <laughs> no, Susanna's just okay, in the what? list. We don't get any details about her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. God, okay. And many others who ministered to them from their possessions. When a great multitude came together and people from every city were coming to him, he spoke by a parable. The farmer went out to sow his seed. As he sowed, some fell along the road and it was trampled underfoot. Haven't we heard this? Like only three times now. (laughs) Probably technically twice, but it feels like more. Got it. Okay. And it was trampled underfoot and the birds of the sky devoured it. Other seed fell on the rock and as soon as it grew, it withered away because it had no moisture. Other fell amid the thorns and the thorns grew with it and choked it. Other fell into the good ground and grew and brought forth fruit 100 times. As he said these things, he called out, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. And his disciples asked him, what does this parable mean? (laughs) (laughs) Right. They did that last time too, where they were like, like, wait, what? what? I didn't get that one. Yes. Okay. Then his disciples asked him, what does this parable mean? He said, to you, it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to the rest in parables that seeing they may not see and hearing they may not understand. Now, the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. Those along the road who are those who hear, then the devil comes and takes away the word from their heart that they may not believe and be saved. Those on the rock are they who, when they hear, receive the word with joy, but these have no root who believed for a while, then fall away in time of temptation. That which fell among the thorns, these are those who have heard, and as good they and as they go on their way, they are choked with cares, riches, and pleasures of life, and bring no fruit to maturity. That in the good ground, these are such as in honest and good heart, having heard the word, hold it tightly and bring forth fruits with patience. Oh my gosh. Okay, whatever. No one when he (laughs) everyone wants to be the good seed, not the bad seed with Uh Nick Cave. Yeah. No one, when he has lit a lamp, covers it with a container or puts it under a bed, but puts it on a stand that those who enter it may see the light. For nothing is hidden that will not be revealed, nor anything secret that will not be known and come to light. Be careful, therefore, how you hear. For whoever has it, to him will be given, and whoever doesn't have, from him will be taken away, even that which he thinks he has. Where are we? I am yeah, so I'm lost. checked out. We're on 19. That was okay, 19? Okay, good lord. We're on 19. <laughs> okay. His mother and brothers came to him. Oh, okay, I guess that was oh, it. Yeah, okay. so, so, so can we pause for a moment? Cool. So, yeah. Was this more confusing this time in Luke than last time? We I got just was these? reading it. I don't think that I was taking it in internally in any way, yeah. in any good way. I just was reading it. <laughs> I'm just trying to look at, like, I'm just trying to get a sense of, yeah. is he really paraphrasing these and trying to make them more poetic? Or was it this confusing the first time and we've just forgotten because we took time to try to understand what was going on? Yeah, I, I don't know. I remember it being weird before. It's with this parable, it's hard for me to extract any meaning from the many layers of like so many years of this parable just being a a weapon of guilt, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Never my favorite parable. Yeah, that's that's interesting. That's an interesting way of putting it. And what are we supposed to feel guilty about? Yeah, well, okay. not listening to Jesus. It's not- because okay, because it's not just a black and white of 
listening to Jesus or not, or listening to quote unquote the word or not. It's this other mm-hmm. level of like, you just may not be a good enough Christian really at the end of the day. Okay. I mm-hmm. think it's that of, yeah, you can, I don't know. You know, to someone who's not a Christian, I think the story would be like, oh, if you just read the Bible, like that's great. That's such a good step. But then to Christians, it's like, oh, just reading the Bible's not enough. You know, you gotta be doing X, Y, and Z. So it's, I don't know. It's that whole thing of the goalposts shifting depending on who you're speaking to. Yeah. So that's the thing. It's, it's hard for me to ever hear this parable neutrally, I think. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Now I get that. Okay. So that was the end of the parable. His mother and brothers came to him and they could not come near him for the crowd. Oh, meaning I think that they mean Jesus's mom and Rose. Yeah. yeah. Who, who else? Okay. Is? But I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, Jesus's mom and Rose showed up. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not going to lie. I don't ever think of Jesus as having brothers, but now now I guess I should mm. because we've talked about it multiple times. I, I think every single gospel has very clearly said his mother and brothers. So Yeah, and and I guess it would make sense that like back in the day they would have multiple kids, even if one of them is the son of God, that they would have multiple <laughs> kids because they're you like still, somebody's gonna you die. You still gotta hedge your bets a little bit. Yeah. 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 Exactly. This one's gonna be busy. He's not gonna be around for us in our old age. We gotta get the whole area in a spare situation going. Right, right, Sure. Oh, yeah, there you go. Okay, so it was told him, it was told him by some saying, your mother and brothers stand outside desiring to see you. But he answered them, my mother and my brothers are those who hear the words of God and do it. (sighs) Yeah. Okay. I've I've always (laughs) been confused by this one. I don't know. It's like, Earlier, maybe it wasn't in this gospel, but earlier, Jesus tends to be kind of like, yeah, you should be respectful to your mother and father and all that stuff that's in the Ten Commandments. And then this happens and he's just like, yeah, whatever. My mom, sure. Right. My mom is like the people that listen to me and do what I God, say. mom, God. And my mom didn't get me chocolate yeah. milk when I asked yeah. for it. So she is not my mom anymore. I don't, it just feels like it comes out of nowhere. It just feels weird and inconsistent. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's a good point. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a it's a little weird. Now, it happened on one of those days that he entered into a boat himself and his disciples, and he said to them, let's go over to the other side of the lake. <laughs> so they launched out. Cool. <laughs> but as they sailed, he fell asleep. A windstorm came down on the lake, and they were taking on dangerous amounts of water. Mm. They came to... <laughs> yes, I remember this story. They came to him and awoke him saying, Master, Master, we are dying. He awoke and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water and they ceased and it was calm. He said to them, where is your faith? Being afraid, they marveled saying to one another, who is this then that he commands even the winds and the water and they obey him? He's like, I'm Jesus. They arrived at the country of the Gadareans, which is opposite Galilee. When Jesus stepped ashore, a certain man out of the city who had demons for a long time met him. He wore no clothes and he didn't live in a house, but in the tombs. And that's it. Okay. All right. That was verse 28 where you left off? I I didn't start 28 yet. So so start it. So this was the one where in the previous description, we got that people had like locked him up or chained him up in the tombs and that's where he had to live. But in this one, it's just that he lives there. He lives there. No it's his house. On. Yeah. So yeah. when he's that's saw, gotta be cold. Yeah. I mean, who is this knows? the same man? Is this Tom Cruise? 
Wait, I'm sorry. Did we cast Tom Cruise? I thought Tom Cruise was anyone who was running. I don't think it's Tom but Cruise. But now is it anyone who's <laughs> naked? Just naked. <laughs> I love that. I love that for us. Okay. All right. Well, to consider we'll, we'll that. See. Yeah. When he saw G- Oh, you know what? That's fun, right? Because there's this naked guy, Legion, right? Yes. And then this story happens. And then later at the crucifixion is when the guy gets his robe pulled off and runs naked. It would be fun if that was the same guy because he'd kind of been following Jesus around. That, okay. Yeah, that's what I was Okay, I like that's it. That's what I was I like it. wondering. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell down before him and with a loud voice said, What do I have to do with you, Jesus, you son of the most <laughs> high God? I beg you. Oh, yeah, I remember those. Don't torment me. For Jesus was commanding the unclean spirit to come out of the man. So that's like the demon that's yelling at him in his demon way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, cool. maybe if we like put cool. a cool voice effect on me, you know, so it's like, who are you? You know, at the same time, there's like a higher version of the voice and then like a sing-song. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know that effect they do with demons in movies and stuff? Sure. I know that effect. Okay. Sure. I know yeah. what you're talking about. That occurs so over my shit right yeah, now. Yeah, I just, again, I feel like I was raised on too much Christian media. And, and so I'm like, yeah, sure, demon voice, we get it. <laughs> For Jesus was commanding the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For the unclean spirit had often seized the man. He was kept under guard and bound with chains and fetters. Breaking the bands apart, he was driven by the demon into the desert. Jesus asked him, what is your name? He said, Legion. I am Legion. For many demons had entered into him. They begged him that he would not command them to go into the abyss. Now, there was there, a her- there was there, a herd of many pigs feeding on the mountain, and they begged him that he would allow them to enter into those. He allowed them. The demons came out of the man and entered into the pigs, and the herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and were drowned. (laughs) When those who fed them saw what had happened, they fled and told it in the city and in the country. I just had a funny thought here. So the demons asked to go into these pigs, right? Mm-hmm. And then we hear that the pigs run off the cliff and and drown. And it's this weird thing of like, it just occurred to me that maybe that was not what the demons had in mind, that they didn't do that. Oh. But they were like, oh, we want to go live in these pigs so we don't die. And then maybe Jesus, he was like, sure. And then made a loud sound that like scared all the pigs. So they ran off the cliff or something like that. Like maybe this was sort of a little double cross on the demons. Yeah. Oh, see, I was thinking more that Jesus and his disciples accidentally scared a herd of pigs off of a cliff. And this was the story they came up with. Mm, that's good too. To try to avoid that's any fun. liability. That's fun. Uh, okay, all right. Okay, that's cool. That's got cool. it, got it. Okay, yeah. People went out to see what had happened. They came to Jesus and found the man from whom the demons had gone out, sitting at Jesus's feet, clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. Those who saw it told them how he who... Okay. Those who saw it (laughs) told them... Okay, writing. ...how he who had been possessed by demons was healed. All the people of the surrounding country of the Gadarenes asked him to depart from them, for they were very much afraid. He entered into the boat and returned. But the man from whom the demons had gone out begged him that he might go with him, but Jesus sent him away, saying... Return to your house and declare what great things God has done for you. 
He went his way, proclaiming throughout the whole city what great things Jesus had done for him. <laughs> That's nice of him. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> sorry, I'm just really liking the idea that when we do our, uh, you know, DBS plus TV epic version of all of these, that yeah. we could maybe release kind of like a side, um, like an online only exclusive side story that's just about Legion where it's about him, Jesus being like, no, go home. And he goes and proclaims it all and eventually follows him to end up back by Jesus at the crucifixion when he gets arrested. Oh. And that's where his clothes get torn off and he ends up naked again like he was at the start. Mm. I just think that could be like fun little circle. bonus content, you know? <laughs> okay. It happened when Jesus returned that the multitude welcomed him for they were all waiting for him. Behold, there came a man named Jairus, and he was a ruler of the synagogue. He fell down at Jesus' feet and begged him to come into his house. For he had an only daughter, about 12 years of age, and she was dying. Oh, no. But as he went, the multitudes pressed against him. A woman who had a flow of blood for 12 years. Oh, yeah, this one. Yeah. Who had spent all her living on physicians and could not be healed by any came behind him and touched the fringe of his cloak, and immediately the flow of her blood stopped. Jesus said, Who touched me? When all denied it, Peter... Who touched me? <laughs> Wait, hold on. When all denied it, everyone's like, well, it no, it. no, even though the multitude is pressing against him. You're right. Good. Yeah, that's fair. And they're like, no, no, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Right. So Jesus said, Who touched me? When all denied it, Peter and those with him said, Master, the multitudes press and jostle you, and you say, who touched me? But Jesus said, someone did touch me, for I perceived that power has gone out of me. Uh, mm, oh, that's when, yeah, somebody touched his robes and he was like, whoa. Yeah, he felt the... <laughs> no tocas. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. When the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him, declared to him in the presence of all the people the reason why she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. He said to her, Daughter, cheer up. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. The way that he first asked the question does seem like he's upset. And then when he finds out he, it's her, he relaxes. Maybe he was afraid that it might be some other prophet kind of trying to steal some of his powers. Oh, wow. I didn't them. even think about that risk. Yeah, yeah. I don't quite know how yeah. the power economy works with, with uh, prophets, but <laughs> maybe he had some stored up power and someone was going to take it. But he's like, oh, no, no, no. You, you were just wanting to be healed. It's cool. I say, I say. While he still spoke, one from the ruler of the synagogue's house came saying to him... Your daughter is dead. Don't trouble the teacher. Oh, no. But Jesus, hearing it, answered him, Don't be afraid. Only believe, and she will be healed. Okay. It's like, if you believe in fairies, then Tinkerbell will stick around. Mm. When he came to the house, he didn't allow anyone to enter in, except Peter Pan. <laughs> Sorry, except Peter, <laughs> John, James, the father of the child, and her mother. So a lot of people, actually. Several people, yes. Including several people not at all connected to this situation. No. Other than the, being a disciple. There you go. Well, they, they were there to support him. It's cool. Okay, sure. Okay, yes. So except for Peter, John, James, the father of the child and her mother, Wendy. <laughs> so, oh my God. Okay, all were weeping and mourning her, but he said, 
Don't weep. She isn't dead, but sleeping. They were ridiculing him, knowing that she was dead. But he put them all outside. Ridiculing him? Yes. And now he's like, okay, get out. I mean. shouldn't have invited you in. Yeah. I thought just a few would be okay, Everyone but it's shut not. up. Yeah. Everyone be quiet. I got to do the Lord's work. <laughs> oh, the Lord is me. Oh, yes. That's right. Now I remember. Someone says that Eugene has something good to say here. Let me go check. No, they just laughed at him. That's the same thing they did last time. Okay. Okay. But he put them all outside and taking her by the hand, (laughs) he called saying, child, arise. Her spirit returned and she rose up immediately. He commanded that something be given to her to eat. Her parents were amazed, but he charged them to tell no one what he had done. But he told the other guy, go, go spread the good news. Yeah, he did say to say that God did it, not that he did it. No, but, no, he did. He did, no, though. He did. All the good stuff that Jesus had done for him. Well, no, I know he did do that. Maybe that's how Jesus learned, oh, I've got to tell people not to say that because they tell too many people. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And that's and that's, that's it. it. That's it. That's, that's the it. end of the chapter. That's it. That's the wow. end. That's That's where we're going to leave this year. So 2023 ends with this child being brought back to life and being told not to tell anyone. Well, I want to ask Emily, because now we've gone through Jesus's greatest hits. Yes. Well, I want to hear from Emily, because now we've gone through Jesus's greatest hits almost three times now that like, how do you feel about, let's talk about the miracles specifically. Mm. Um, I mean, I think that I have heard enough through the grapevine over the years that I knew that like Jesus healed people. He cast out demons. It's kind of, you know, I figured that this was what happened, what he was all about. (laughs) It is pretty cool. And when you think about it, like there's not a lot of people doing that today. And so I know people have said like, well, you know, why can't miracles happen today and stuff? And so I don't know. I I do wonder why can't miracles happen today? I mean, there are faith healers today. Yeah. That are still sure. hot, I guess. Okay. It is that weird okay. thing yeah. though. And I mean, I was raised in a Christian faith where, especially once my parents started going much more charismatic, that- Charismatic. Yeah. That there was more of this, like, no, no, no. People can be, he- be healed through faith. Yeah. You know, like all kinds of ailments can be healed just through prayer or by faith or faith healing or things like that. I don't... That sounds like my grandmother's religion, too. Christian science. Yeah, well, the Christian science is a little bit of a different flavor of it. I'm talking more of like like instantaneous faith healing. Oh, You know, okay. like we're going to lay on hands and you're going to be healed. Like you're literally going to throw your crutches away and be healed yeah. and it's going to be fine. I don't, yeah. I don't know of as many people claiming to raise the dead because that is, of course much harder to do <laughs> from my understanding. I, I can imagine. Um, right. I would think. And much easier to verify whether or not that's actually happened right. or not. We're, we've maybe gotten too good at telling if people are all the way dead. Right. Yeah, that could be yeah. the main problem there. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah, because it's true. That's a lot true. of these people, I mean, if we're really taking a very skeptical stance on all of this, it could be these people were in a coma. Yeah. Yeah. Right, could be any number of things. They've lost consciousness, and for a long enough period of time, they were like, "Oh yeah, they did." Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I, I think that's that's entirely possible. 
I mean, this is an interesting question and one that I do not think this book is going to answer for us at all, but just the whole thing about do prophets still exist? Is Jesus or is God, you know, still updating the rules like he's done several times through the Bible? It's one of those things, right? Where people are very divided on it amongst amongst believers. And we don't know because it's not, there's no answers. We don't know. Also kind of the thing where like, no one is trying to faith heal, you know, someone who's lost a limb, at least these days, this day and age. Interesting. Which is ironic because like if the logic follows, if you're truly, truly 100% like, no, 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 we can totally faith heal someone, you would think that that would apply to all situations, but there is sort of an internal logic, I think that happens here, but Mm. yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, although did Jesus heal any actual lost limbs? He healed Mm -hmm. some like, like crippled limbs or whatever, but not any that were missing entirely. Did he heal some crippled some crippled limbs? Well, I guess I'm just thinking like the guy that couldn't walk, that they lowered him down. Sure, sure. You know, but but it was we don't know in what way he was unable to walk. We don't know. He could have had chronic fatigue. You're right. There you go. Right. And Jesus just yeah. gave him like a B12 shot or something. And then <laughs> right in the butt. So That's better. true. Yeah. Right in the okay. ass. Yeah. Okay. I did that once. Was it great? Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, no. How yeah, was it? My mom dragged me along to like an alternative healing conference. Okay. Sounds, sounds speaking of. In yeah. Anaheim. Yes. Yes. And they were offering B12 shots. And I was like, sure, I'll pay for a B12 shot. Why not? And I, I didn't know it was going to be in my butt. Until um, they were like, step behind this curtain. I was like, oh, oh no, I see. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> did it hurt? Ow, uh, that's ow. I'm trying in to remember. <laughs> I mean, but like in the butt, you're mostly in like fatty tissue, right? It's not as painful as like an intramuscular shot or stuff like that. Um, I don't remember how much it hurt. I don't remember much. Mostly, I don't remember it having a huge effect. So. Mm. All right. Yeah. Jury's out on the B12 shot. Okay. All right. I mean, I've heard some people say it's amazing. So if anyone out there has had a B12 shot, let us know. (laughs) Maybe I'll give it a try. Yes. I mean, if you're really tired, if you didn't sleep well and someone jabs a needle into your ass, you will feel more awake. (laughs) I can guarantee you. I see. Okay. All right. All right. (laughs) There you go. That's good. I mean, that's true. Mm -hmm. That's probably true. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Well, okay. With that, everyone... (laughs) We sincerely hope you have a wonderful Christmas, holiday season, New Year. We cannot wait to see you in the New Year and continue on with the book of Luke. And for everyone, thank you for joining us for Bible study today. If you want to join the audience in our live stream shows, follow us on Twitch at Drunk Bible Study or go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoyed the show, take a moment to subscribe and write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group or on our Discord server at discord.drunkbiblestudy.com. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of the, the, the. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com.